Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Sarah Griffin. And this is Juvenalia, a podcast where we talk to an interesting person about a bit of pop culture that was important to them when they were young. Our guest today is one of the hosts of I Don't Know Her, a stand-up comedian and a contributor to the Tri-Channel, Blind Burka. Hi. Welcome to the show. I'm an interesting person. Yeah. That's what everyone always says. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need it's something so, different. We need yeah, to change it. Yeah, yeah, we gotta change it. You've oh. already passed the bar. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, exactly. The exam uh, is over. I, yeah. could, I could be, intra- I wanna be interesting person, might be better, I might work harder. No. Well, like, no, okay, we're going to change it to. We've assessed you already. A podcast where we talk to a sounder about a bit of sounder. pop culture that was important to when they were young. Sound your yeah. sound L skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I mean, thank you. <laughs> then people, then people will come in and be like, "I'm not sound." <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I have because yeah. like, I've been listening to the juvenile juvenile for a while, a while, but then like over the past few days, obviously, I've been like, mm, "I'm going to be on it." So I have been just listening to you guys' voices for. Oh, dear. Oh, it is a bit creepy. It is a bit yeah, creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Sorry, right, I listen to the creep dive every day and then I come into work with Cassie and I'm like, yeah. oh, again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People have said that about, I don't know her about the podcast that I do with mm. Eva O'Connor as well, that it just feels like they're in the room with us chatting and then they see us and they f- they feel like, like my friend Maria has said this, where she's like, I, I feel like I've already talked to you about this subject, mm. but I haven't. You yeah. talked to me about it and now I have things to say back to you. The first Thank time God. I met Jen O'Dwyer from the Creep Type and she said something directly to my face, I was like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not used to being directly addressed by these podcast people. Uh, yeah. I'm a very intense, intense person, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, we have, a, we have a, a more important topic. We've got a job to do here. We have a Disney episode. Yes. The most sacred of all juvenilia episodes. Yeah. The rare the rare and wild Disney episodes. They they come but once a blue moon. Is this sarcasm? No, no Daddy's serious. True. No, no, Daddy's serious. We've, we've they're very important. Yeah, yeah. they're very important. That there was a lot of them. No. I've I've We've only I done because we you've done Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast and Hercules. Done. Hercules. And so oh. Uh, oh, and Fantasia as well. Hercules is a so banger of a fucking mm. Oh yeah, it's a it was great. It's, it's like a companion unreal. piece. The Emperor's yeah. New Groove, they're very yes. highly related. I, I was think. thinking that when well, I was By the way, the film we're doing is The Emperor's New Groove. The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, I'll just go ahead and tell you the reason yeah. you haven't asked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to, there was a few films that when I was younger, myself, so basically myself, my sister, my uh, four cousins, who are called Matthew, Mark, Owen, as in John, and Donal. Uh, I don't know where. Luke just went to somewhere else. Airstray. Oh, it's Egan. But um, yeah, so they we, we used to always, we came together every Sunday in my grandmother's house. We had dinner. We had after dinner, my, our, our auntie Una would have uh, buttons and fruit pastels and chalk ices for us. We would go into the parlour and we would watch a film. And it was always, there was basically like there would be about a year where it would be the same film every week pretty much on repeat maybe two like at a push so this was one of those there was also Sister Act Sister Act 2 of course and um, and Billy Madison huh. I ain't proud of it <laughs> but I do know every single word of Billy Madison <laughs> hard left field hard I know left field. I mean it's, it's very important to have a, a very stupid film you know every word of mine is Wayne's World yeah, so, yeah yeah you see and that I never took to Wayne's World mm. but, but Billy Madison I do I, if I watched it these days I'd be like I would, I would hate it. I would hate probably every minute of it, but I just loved it so much. I've got every single word of Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, mm. same. Every single fucking word. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I loved Moulin Rouge. That was a little bit later on, though. Mm. But yeah, and there was a lot of them that I shouldn't have been watching, like Dirty Dancing and stuff as well. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know what my parents. I feel like maybe like Irish parents might um, black out the bits of Dirty Dancing that they don't approve of and yeah. they forget that a lot of it's about abortion and stuff yeah exactly yeah they and, don't and hips yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they don't they don't 
think of it. Uh, yeah, we watched that a lot. And then my yeah. mom bought me Dirty Dancing, the soundtrack for Christmas one year when I was, I think I must have been like 14. So like older than Santa and definitely old enough to watch the film. But I think she did. She, I think she thought it, she was introducing me to Dirty Dancing. Mm. Like I've seen this a million times. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so The Emperor's New Groove was one of those. So I pretty much know every word. Um, I did what rewatch it in preparation for this podcast. I take things very. I take my podcast <laughs> guesting very seriously, and uh, I so I rewatched it the other night with my flatmate, and I t- I can't tell whether he was amazed or annoyed that I was pretty much talking along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, no shame though I don't care nope. <laughs> I know every single word absolutely hilarious from the yeah. moment that's still hilarious absolute banger by Tom Jones of all people at the start of the film written by Sting written by Sting sang by Tom Jones apparently now this is all stuff that I but I, I will just like fess up and say I didn't know a lot about it I had just watched it a thousand times mm-hmm. so I didn't know like any trivia or anything but I've been reading up because of coming on here and apparently Sting was supposed to sing that film at the st- or that, that song at the start but he thought that it was he was too old to sing it and they were like yeah okay okay we'll get someone younger and they got Tom Jones who's 11 years old in Sting that's not really that but there's not a big window yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's a pro- but Tom Jones is appropriate for the tone of the film mm-hmm. weirdly like yeah. it couldn't be anybody else yeah Sting isn't really like when you think no. of Sting no. you don't really Tom Jones is more camp mm. um, in a very particular way and for yeah. Cusco like that I can't separate it I can't imagine anybody else opening that exactly whole procession it's a lack of a profound lack of self-awareness also with how uncool Tom Jones is <laughs> yeah you know exactly I mean? yeah. it's not cool but it's lavish oh, and ex- Tom world. Jones is lavish excessive over the top not cool. Yeah, yeah, but I know, but and I love Tom Jones. Come on, like, I mean, uh, he is, I mean, he's, uh, maybe he's bangers, not cool. Sure. He's definitely sexy, though. Songs, amazing. <laughs> Presence, no, no zone. <laughs> no touching. Do you know what I mean? The no songs touchy, are outstanding, indeed. but um, no touching. There you go. No touching. No touchy. I love, I, I love no touchy because it's, I mean, Emperor Cusco may be a fucking brat, but he is big on consent. He loves okay. boundaries. <laughs> yeah. He loves the boundaries. Boundaries are very, very important yeah, yeah, yeah. to Emperor Cusco. <laughs> Right. Emperor fucking Goose, man. I know. He is such a brat. He is such. But, he and he basically. But he's not is, despicable. He, he's not despicable. He is despicable. Is he despicable? I, I kind of like He's about to like level someone's village at the start of the film. Yeah. Oh, but he's so. only a bit bald, though. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I, I think he's mischievous I, I, and not I like. But he's not as. <laughs> that's I, like, I enjoy that's him. Let's check so your much. king privilege, Sarah. <laughs> but he's not about that. But he's not. Nah, it's not his life, man. Are you a king? Are you a king? No, I always enjoyed him. Um, like, I know of course you're, and he's it, humbled and he's brought along but I like how bad he is his his yeah. villainy is not offensive he's to a me. brat he's it's 17 stupid. years old and this is the thing that I realised when I was rewatching as an adult the other day him and Yzma are actually Yzma played by Eartha Kitt the no biggest way. legend in the world yeah. yeah oh here's Eartha the, Kitt. the amazing thing about that because there's the Emperor's New Groove and then there's Kronk's New Groove I haven't seen any of the, no. either uh, the then there's also a TV series called yeah. The Emperor's New Class where he has to go back to high school and Yzma tries to make him the Emperor's out of New high school. school I think what did I say oh it's like class, class. school I'm yeah. so sorry it's no you're, you're, you're definitely right but Eartha Kitt is in all of those she yeah. stuck around for the sequel and for the TV series she died eight years after it was made yeah. so yeah so there was a good long time for them to do the, the reboots but anyway but anyway, it easy money for her I guess yeah and plus I mean it's Eartha Kit. I mean, once you've been Eartha Kit for your whole yeah. life, why not just be a Disney villain? Like, yeah. fuck it. I'm a know? really underrated Disney villain. Yeah. She's amazing. Pennies aren't doing fucking pajamas. Come through the women villains. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Um, but she, she she, and Cusco, was, like this is what I was going to say, they, they were actually 
really as bad as each other. Mm. Like, but the difference is he's 17. She is a dinosaur. She, she should, should know, know better, better yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's the thing is when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, he's such a little shit. And then I was there... And obviously Yzma's a, a dope, obviously she's an asshole because she's the villain. But they are actually, they're both villains. It's just that we're on his side because he's younger and he's got something to learn. And, you know, Patcha believes in him he's and a, everything. He's a dangerous baby. Yeah, exactly. You know? A baby with dangerous power. Baby. I remember hearing this. About Donald Trump. Just to, <laughs> I remember hearing this description used about Queenie in season two of Blackadder. That's ex- extremely specific. But that she's a, and I remember hearing it, her though. talked yeah. about as a dangerous child mm. and those being the worst kind of leaders but also charismatic yeah do you know yeah, yeah. Like, it's also like that Twilight Zone episode about the kid who can do anything he wants with his mind so just keep him happy yeah everyone it's keeps everyone has to entertain them because yeah. they have so much power yeah and I don't I just in, I was willing to go on the journey yeah Cusco. Mm. oh no absolutely I'm not arguing that but he is there and again this is something that I realised as an adult and I was watching it with my flatmate Adam Adam, who's never seen it but he's also my friend sorry he hates when I just call him my flatmate it's like <laughs> we've been friends since we were 10 um, but he he was like Jesus he's such a dickhead and I was like yeah it's gas like but like he is such an asshole you know and there's the the solidifying moment of him being like a real piece of shit is when Patrick gets him to shake hands on it Mm. And like Aww. so, he's like, okay, if I bring you back, you're not gonna build. You'll build your castle somewhere else. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, shake on it. And they look deep into one another's mm. eyes. And you know that Pacha has like this, this huge real. Heart. He's got a huge yeah. heart. He really wants to believe in Cusco. Mm. And he also like he's got his. He's got morals that he stands by. And so shaking on it is like <laughs> the real deal. Some oh, some like proper shit. Yeah, like up to then, Cusco has just been like kind of spoiled and oblivious but that's yeah. the first time he's like actively duplicitous yeah exactly so it's, a tri- it's like a whole different level of he's shittiness. got a plan yeah. it's not just him being like oh spontaneous and, mm. and it's not just him just being like I'm just an asshole I don't think about anybody it's literally him going like oh I can actually not think about anybody and get my way mm. but convince other people that they're going to get their way and so it's like whoa he's really evil and then when he takes it back it's like one of my favourite lines if not my favourite line in the whole film the most quotable line in the whole film the funny thing about shaking hands is you need hands oh <laughs> <laughs> so I love it so much I don't I was like waiting for it and, my, and Adam was like so angry he was there what a dickhead and I'm there the funny thing about shaking hands is you need hands <laughs> it's a really funny film I think it, it might be the funniest Disney film I think so too I think so, like even more than Aladdin because Aladdin is very much all the funniest in the genie mm, whereas yeah. this one everybody gets lines and there's loads of like bits and set yeah. pieces and stuff it's like I've laughed out loud more than I've laughed at most films recently when it's, I watched it last it's, night and it's clever humour as well mm. like there's a lot of it that's uh, you know obvious, and sure this is true of pretty much any film or TV show that when you rewatch it as an adult you're like oh there's an adult joke there or whatever mm. but not just that there's like just little asides that you mm. wouldn't really have noticed or you know that kind of like in the rewatching, you're like oh that's very clever you know it's a it's almost as if someone that is it's like the, you know, someone that's a comedian wrote it yeah. which I'm guessing obviously someone that has a background in comedy writing or something did but it's so funny and like David Spade is perfect as Cusco because yeah. like I mean he's already acts that way kind of thing he's already oh, that's like persona, like yeah. Yeah. in every single thing that he's in he mm. was in something with um, 
The guy that plays Kronk. Patrick Warburton? Warburton. Yeah. Warburton. What was he in? I know his name. Uh, they were we, in... we mentioned him like two episodes ago for something else. Weird. Yeah. No way. He's um, Joe and Family Guy. Uh, and he was in Seinfeld we as well. did talk... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Joe and Family Guy. In the wheelchair. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, so he's Strange, so he's Kronk, and I think that he's so Kronk's perfect fabulous. for Kronk. Kronk but I think is so they, much fun. They were in Rules of Engagement, I think. Is that what it's called? Oh, the, the, yeah, yeah. Or, or like, or Just Shoot Me or something. Um, oh, wait, no, he, Wendy Malick was in Just David Spade and Wendy Malick were in Just Shoot Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I used to watch that. I, t- oh, again, I loved it. I don't yeah, think yeah. a thing that I sh- probably shouldn't watch. Could yeah. not tell you a bar of it now, by the way. No. But, um, but anyway, yeah, what was I saying about Kronk? I don't know, he's very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would. Giant man, giant stupid man. Yeah, he, giant stupid helpful he man. Actually, does remind me of like a guy that I was seeing recently. That I mean, if we won't talk about it. <laughs> no, I, he does remind me because he's like big and hot and kind of like and kind. He appears really dumb, right? But but, but Kronk actually knows a lot about a lot. Yeah. Like he's really mm. educated on like wildlife, yeah, he's he's animals, his wild yeah, yeah. bird great, bingo, great chef. Yeah, he's a brilliant chef. Passionate chef. Yeah, exactly. Really, that's all you kind of want, really. Yeah. Knows a bunch of shit about animals, can cook, is very big and tall and strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. There's actually a line about his size as well where he's like, oh, if you're trying to measure something for me, um, I'm hard to measure for. I've got a... He's like, I'm a 96 shoulder. No, it's like, he's like a a 60 long and a 30 waist or something. Oh, that was a yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, even that that stuff, I would never have noticed that joke when I was younger. I was like, that's... Mad. It's so. It's like almost breaking the fourth wall a little mm. bit. It's kind of like. Oh, I think the whole so, thing is so slightly aware. breaking the fourth <laughs> yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, like when they are running away from Isma and Kronk and there's they have tracks on the so ground. So good. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get there and Isma's beating them. They're like, he's like, how did you get here before us? And Kronk holds up the map and goes, yeah, this makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I have no idea. <laughs> or, 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 sorry, another breaking the fourth wall moment I love when um. Passion, passion. They do it a lot. Pasha, yeah. Pasha and Cusco, they team up and they the first night they camp down, mm. and you're feeling sorry for Pasha, and he literally stops the film and goes, "No, don't feel sorry for him." Yeah. <laughs> and crosses him out. Yeah, and goes, and then he I'm the good one. Off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and what I liked about rewatching it as well is that I re- I remembered all of these moments, mm. but only when I was seeing them. Like if you had asked me about it, I would think of a, f- a good few lines and I would remember certain things. But there were things that I didn't remember, mm. and so that was like one of those things where I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember you." Do you know what I'd forgotten? The angel and the devil on Kronk's shoulder. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that you don't see that anymore. It's like that that bit of business doesn't that happen is, and stuff anymore. But angel and devil jokes are always good. That is so funny though. It's a deep animaniacs gag nearly. Yeah. It's what yeah. I always associate it with that really particular era of of cartoons. Mm. Yeah, like it's a shorthand. And it's so yeah, and it's so funny as well the way that like it, they they take that but then they just throw it out the window. They they make it not about morality at all. They're like, look at that guy. He's got that stringy harp thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely in Hercules, isn't it? Is there something mm. like that in Hercules? I don't or am think I so. just blurring here? Like, it feels like the kind of joke that would be in Hercules. The animation is very similar, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, as, as in it's not, but it is. Like, you can it's see... It's stylized. It's stylized, and then there's the difference between stylized Incan and then stylized Greek. And yeah, so, like, yeah. obviously it's different, but it's similar. It, you can see when Disney are trying to do something that's not white. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see them being like, do we make them... 
pointy? I don't know. <laughs> ah. How can I make them nearly white? Just nearly white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cusco is so white. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yzma's Pers- purple, you know? I, like, come on. Yzma's grey. Is she grey? Her skin is grey. Her, her dress is purple, she, yeah. she, she wears a lot of purple, which is so funny because it reminds me of, like, when I was in college, I did communications in DC and we were always told not to vox pop people that are wearing purple. Apparently, they're just, like, not nice people. Purple people are a thing. Purple people are yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. And it's like, it's it's a well-known thing. There's so. a, this is my continuing TikTok about TikTok thing. <laughs> One soundbite that people use again and again is that you don't ever, I'm aware that I'm wearing a purple shirt right now. I'm so sorry. It's the only item of purple clothing I own. I um, it's hidden under my, under my jumper. Um, but that there is a purple people thing where mm. people who like the color purple don't just have like, they don't just like the color, whose favorite color is purple. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like my favorite color is like green. It's not, it's like everything is purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candles, like you go into someone's house and like there's a bunch of purple throw pillows and a bunch of purple candles and you're like, oh, you're a purple person. Do you know what's hilarious actually? This is such a weird little reach, but like it's just popped up in my head. One of the things that I hate most about Breaking Bad, a, a series that I have watched five times, um, I don't know why. Just go back in to get mad. I don't know why. Uh, it's, I think it's Jesse. Jesse's like one of the best characters ever. And I think that that's, and also it's shot really beautifully. Anyway, Marie, um, Hank Schrader's wife, mm-hmm. her only, her like, her, I, what, one of the things that I hate about Breaking Bad is that like the women are just so badly written. They're just so badly written. And her only quality really, her only bit of personality is that she loves purple and everything's purple. She's purple yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's a kleptomaniac. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a kleptomaniac. Uh, but I feel like it's, she it's a, only it's a real, steals purple things. <laughs> it's a real so. people's mom thing as well. Mm. It's often like when it's somebody's family home, it's like, oh, your mom's a purple person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it real. Think about it. Like, it's very, so, very true. But yeah, apparently in Japanese culture, purple represents death. Oh. Um, and, in, and like, it represents and madness Prince. in a lot of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and here it's Prince. Prince. Um, madness or, like, weirdness or whatever in a lot of cultures as well. But anyway, Yzma, yeah, she... Has her purple dress and her skin's, skin's grey. Like yeah, yeah. Grey. Big eyelashes. Um, but the, yeah, the angel and the devil. And, and like, I mean, one of the funniest lines in the whole film is where he's like, reason number two. Look what I can do. And then he does a little handstand. And, and even, and Kronk, Kronk is arguing with him. He's like, wait, what has that got to do with anything? And the angel's like, no, no, no. He's got a point. <laughs> and it's like, I can't believe that I'd forgotten that. Mm. Because as soon as it started happening, I got excited. Like, I, I felt yeah. this, like, rush of, like, nostalgic, childish joy just like rupture mm. up in me and I knew that Adam hadn't seen it mm. and he's sitting there next to me and he's about to experience it for the, for the, for the first time and he was on his phone <laughs> and I was angry about it <laughs> I was like you should be watching this shit um, but yeah it's one of the like even that is so self-aware it's such a commentary on or, on the yeah. on the cartoonishness of it, where yeah. they're like and how you deflect, right? Yeah, like yeah. It is. yeah. Or later, they cut <laughs> yeah. when he's what happens the second time, and it cuts back to everybody seeing him talking to nothing on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, and they're I like, that. should we wait? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just to hold. It's full of like just lines that stand out that I had forgotten, but like mm. that when they're said, I'm there. Yeah. They do like, yeah. animating comedy like that because it is. It's almost like a Marx Brothers films in a lot of ways. Mm. Like the di- the whole diner scene is like could be lifted out of a Mars Brothers film where, yeah. come, where um, him and Yzma are coming in and out of the same door so ordering eggs or no eggs yeah 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 that's I can't imagine how yeah, artists yeah. had timed that out properly animation to make it still funny and keep all the time Did they do it? the voice first? Did they do the animation first? Yeah, like, yeah. what way did they do that? Like, mm. Well, I can tell you unfortunately because I have been 
doing a lot of research on this film. <laughs> I don't know if that's worse. I do you know what it was? I was scared because you guys are always so knowledgeable about stuff, and I was like, I'm not gonna know. I watched this film so many times in my early twenties that I thought that I like. I my best friend Christina and I we met via spending three days together watching this film four times a day. Seriously, I really miss being twenty. Oh. Um, but really, we spent a long weekend sitting in her family home watching The Emperor's New Groove over and over again. So I was like, I came and I was like, I've seen this film. Like we we watch it regularly. I've, yeah. I've seen this film, maybe not in the last year, but this is one of my films. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus, there's a lot of stuff in it, wasn't there? It's very fast paced. Mm. It really yeah. is For very fast paced. minutes, I pack in a, a lot, lot of Like, you do find yourself forgetting about That's it. That's the thing, it, is like, know? as you said about so the comedy. So don't worry, not, like, not, not that fucking novel, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but no? as you said about the comedy, like, it's, it's, it's quick, it's sophisticated mm. as well, like, even though it's so silly, you know, and silly a lot of it, has as you said, like, a lot of it's really slapstick, but a lot of it is also very, very, very clever. So, I mean, I, I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I did some research and um, it was supposed to be a completely different film. No way. It was supposed to be an entirely different film. It was going to have, Cusco was going to be Manco and it was called Kingdom of the Sun and it was it was going to be about, it was more of a prince and a pauper kind of story mm. and they and Owen Wilson was going to be in it um, instead of, uh, instead of Pacha. Whoa, So he was going to be someone different. else. Yeah, yeah. And... Pacha, or maybe he was still going to be called Pacha. Either way, anyway, John Goodman didn't come in until later in the game. But it wasn't going well, and it wasn't going the way that everyone had. Now, Eartha Kitt was always in it. David Spade was always in it. Um, and so they'd done a good bit of animation around for that reason. And then they used a lot of that in what it was in the end. But it's a completely different film to what they were supposed to do. It was originally by the director of The Lion King. Yeah. He was basically given free reign to yeah. do what he, he wanted he, he was he, drunk with power he just went he got too serious with it apparently they had a disastrous test they had like a, a pretty much finished film I read yeah and they did a test screening and everybody was like what the fuck oh, is this this is, yeah. boring. this is boring that's yeah. exactly it it didn't test well yeah. at all and there was a love interest in everything he falls in love with this hard it's as so nails llama no, keeper it's so interesting <laughs> there's no love interest in this film isn't there it is I it's so rare I pregnant wife of the house oh, yeah she is the best <laughs> I'm sorry I love her the best she is the best and again another fun fact apparently that's the first time that a pregnant woman has appeared I was going to say you don't really see cutesy animated pregnant women and I do think of her sometimes she is pregnant pregnant. (laughs) I spent all day yesterday working at a desk next to a very heavily pregnant lady and I was like you're so cute yeah like how we don't see cute pregnant women and I was like yeah, I doubt they think it's cute. Like, <laughs> uh, no, lots of occasional gasps of, oh my God. And I'd be like, are you all right? She'd be like, it's a foot, man. It's fun. My ribs, it's fine. You know, but like, it's not fun. Oh but it's God. visually very beautiful. It and is. And Pasha's wife is fucking just knocking around with a big bump. And they love each other and they yeah. respect each other. Mm-hmm. And they and she is smart. Mm. She is not like, in out of the two of them, she is like, a bit, which is very unusual. She's a sharper mm. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very unusual, in, especially for Disney and especially at that time. Yeah. Where it was because this is two thousand, right? God, so it's twenty years ago. I know. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Prone up into the sleeve of my shirt. Stop <laughs> that, please. <laughs> I'm thirty this year, and uh, welcome I, to hell. I know it's great uh, crack. Ten out of ten. Thirties are great. Well, I've said it before. I don't like being twenty nine, but I can't wait to be thirty. Thirty is a nice, good age. It's like it's I am thirty. Things are <laughs> clickier. Yeah. This end, things are sorer. When, um, when I was like fifteen, or sorry, no, thirteen, fourteen. Uh, my friend's older sister. She was nineteen. And she was like a model. We were like, hi. But she was like, 
only odd numbers are the, are the only good ages to be. 18 is boring, 16 is boring. It's 19, the odd numbers yeah, are where you yeah. want to be. Oh, oh I, yeah. I disagree. 29 is stupid age. In yeah. between these stupid, stupid age. You don't think there's going to be a difference? And I was thinking about this recently. I do think I remember being 28. and thriving, okay? That's what I'm expecting. No, I remember being 28 and having friends who were like 30 or 31 and me being like, oh, we're basically the same age. They're like, no, we're really not. That, that couple of years makes a difference. You're back to your you're in your Saturn return. Shit changes when you're on the other side. Yeah. Like early thirties are totally different. Exactly. You stop caring as well, I'm guessing, I hope. Uh, more confident. Yeah. In mm. ways that you don't expect. I don't think people want me to get any more confident. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different it's a different it's, it's, I always felt like that as well, but I think it's a completely different feeling being up the up this end of things. Also cl- the clicking is the joints clicking yeah. is um, Oh my knees just potentially hurt all a the universal time. experience is that everyone's body just goes, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has a sore lower back now. Yeah, you see, I'm already there. It's because of all the drinking, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you think about that as well. That all gets way harder. <laughs> yeah, it's getting, it's getting there. It's getting there. Um, Christmas was, wasn't Christmas fun. Yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> we um, love Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, I hate Christmas so much, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was our God. That um, was our yeah. Our respective Christmas specials were the opposite of each other. Really? Yeah, I think so. Why? Oh, because ours was all about like good Christmas. And, oh yeah, yeah no, was not, we were yeah. like no. Yeah. Well, in fairness, we did. We were nice enough to Christmas. We just, yeah. we just hate it. You know, we just, we just hate it. I'm speaking on behalf of myself and Eva <laughs> O'Connor now. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but like yeah. So I think her name's Chachi or Chicha. Chicha is is a uh, Chicha is Pacha's mm. wife, and she's like badass. And I love that when when Pacha discovers that. Uh, Yzma and Kronk have gone up to his house. He goes up um, to kind of like tell them, but that's all he needs to do. He doesn't feel yeah, like yeah. he needs to protect his wife or his kids. They're like, he's like, no, they can handle themselves. Because yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this mm. is a murderous, crazy yeah, yeah. lunatic, and you're leaving it with leaving them with your uh, with your with your two very beautiful children. Mm-hmm. So cute. Yeah, his son's hair is outrageous. How does it do that? It's like stupid. I'm trying to find her name, and it's getting very frustrating. I think it is Chicha. It's Wendy Malik is the actress. Wendy Malik is the act- yeah. uh, the actress, and yeah, also Chicha. Yeah. Okay, so another thing that happened because I assume when I was watching it, Wendy Malik has this like this voice that's like very recognizable, mm. very soothing, and very um, I don't know. It's it's nostalgic, and so then I looked her up straight away to be like, what else is she in? And I can't tell. I think it must be just shoot me that uh, yeah, I'm I, I knew her from. Just, from. She, I had the exact same experience. I was like, she was in something recently, and she's not. But Unless no. you're big into Hallmark movies, which I am, but I haven't seen her once. No, I, so I don't I, know what it I is. I can't figure out what it is. I like she must. Was she in an episode of Friends or something? Because like, if you guys hadn't already done Friends, by the way, I would have done Friends. <laughs> um, I have a tattoo from Friends. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I've got Rachel's little heart. Oh, yeah. oh. And she goes to the little heart. It's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, you get a tattoo? Yeah, but only a little one. Phoebe got the whole world. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I would have done that. Friends is my life. I I know it hasn't aged well, but neither have I. So you can. Nobody does age well, man. Aging yeah. well, is, aging well is a construct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's dude. Yeah. But like, but I don't think Emperor's New Groove has like bad twenty years ago moments. No. Right? This, I feel this like is it's fairly. It. I feel like it's not. Inoffensive is such a cruel thing to call something, but I don't think it's mean spirited uh, in any way. Right? Yeah, the only no. thing that I did, the only things that I did notice, there was one where he said where Kuzco goes ladies first. Oh to yeah, yes. oh, and the bit where they yeah, yeah. he literally gives them mouth to mouth. Right? Yeah, it's and he's a, like, it's yeah, a bit gay panic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, but. <laughs> I, it's twenty years ago. Yeah, it could be much and fucking it's worse. Not that malicious. It's yeah. it's kind of meant. 
it's kind of like two friends ragging on each other not that I think that lads should be ragging on each other that way these days but it, it's not mean spirited in the same way as like we've seen plenty of mean spirited shit where you look course. back and you go oh Jesus yeah like yeah. Ross is homophobic Kuzco's just a bit of a brat <laughs> there you go That's there, there's, there is a difference yeah, yeah. yeah exactly um, so and then there was I mean there's a bit of drag in there yeah, yeah, yeah. In the it's like a lady llama. Yeah, with but it's headscarf. not done yeah. disrespectfully. It's no. kind of just like it's oh. Bugs Bunny. It's like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's there's a lot of uh, Looney Tunes energy in there. when yes. they get Isma out of the house and she's running downhill and they're like tarring and feathering her as she's running down the house. Yeah, that's like Roadrunner but stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she looks like Roadrunner when yeah. she ends <laughs> up as the pinata exactly, and then yeah. they all beat a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's children it's yeah fun, exactly you know? it's fine it's yeah. funny and I I read something that was like why are four different children all at once beating a pinata that's not how pinatas work mm-hmm. oh, so you have to take turns yeah. that's how the game works exactly I mean I'm, I'm watching American Vandal 2 at the moment as well I So uh, the yeah. first series is amazing wasn't as crazy with the second season but Absolutely. the first season is one of the funniest things it's I've s- never heard anybody else bring it up it's so good it's, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my, my life. My wife couldn't watch the second season, so I haven't seen the second season because they're just the poop stuff. Yeah, she see, couldn't. I'm not queasy, but I do yeah. have a friend that switched it off with the poop. But oh, I, I watched like it while I was eating soup and I was like, <laughs> fine. This it is just gone. feels like a cheap gag, whereas mm. the yeah. dick jokes are so. I don't know what. I think it's the energy. What it's about just very the pure. Ball hairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's something really hard to pin down about why American Vandal was so funny and I yeah. don't know why. Well it's why. because it's, it's like it's making a murderer yeah. and it's yeah. taken us seriously and you're sitting there I was sitting there and I was like seriously who did do it if she didn't do it then who did do it? I'm like getting really invested I'm like it's not first of all it's fiction and second of all it's <laughs> yeah. dicks on cars it yeah. doesn't matter who did it's it. It's grand. Like. The fucking Alex Tromboli thing is oh, still. Oh, Alex Roxanne Tromboli. and made a tweet once which is like this website is full of a bunch of fucking Alex Trombolis yeah. and I was like <laughs> You know what, again, it just lodges in the back of my brain and I'm just like, yeah, uh, yeah. And I thought nobody else had seen that show. And I was just like, yeah. that joke was written for me, man. I, yeah, that's amazing. I, I oh. would recommend uh, American Mandel too, though, because just for Hot Janitor, just you'll thank me, just watch yeah, it for Hot yeah. Janitor. Um, but yeah, there's a pinata in that as well. Yeah. Um, and th- I don't know why that... Pinatas. We know because we didn't have them because <laughs> we didn't have them in Ireland. We didn't have we, them in all in Ireland. I've never seen them. I was living no. when I was living you can in Dublin, like a Mr. Price for like three euro now. We didn't definitely couldn't <gasps> yeah. get them in our in our day. Well, that would be full of shite sweets. Oh, they're empty. You just buy them and fill you them up. Fill yourself. them up. With all the 150 sweets from Mr. D. Um, okay, yeah. right, okay. Pump them up. The, in San Francisco, in all of the... I lived in the Mexican district mm. and oh. loads of the, uh, like, I guess dollar stores and grocery stores and like bodegas would just have a pinata section that would turn over regularly and you get all different they weren't just the shape the shape of all the shape of llamas which some of them are uh-huh. or alpacas they're like all different things they can be anything at Skulls, all probably I'm guessing uh, no 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 the, 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 the day the Ed stuff happens they do like Around altars and them. shit and it's actually quite serious like oh, yeah. it's no, quite I know yeah no, but I they have, have Mexican friends and they take it very seriously and it's, it's amazing it's beautiful it's so, it's so beautiful uh, but they would have like a suit really badly made Superman or like a Hulk or like whatever cartoon characters that kids want to see at their themed birthday party. they want to beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I had never, and I have a Mexican pal who had a had a, a Hulk one in his living room for ages, but like I had never seen one as a child. 
Um, so the context of that would have been kind of lost on me earlier than Bruce New Groove but now I'm like oh, I get that I, I think if that. I saw game. a piñata I would get excited as if I was five to be yeah. honest because yeah. I'm like I'm, you know. I've been told that this is a fun thing to do yeah so yeah and also of course I want to beat something with a stick for sweets yeah I don't even have a sweet tooth put cheese in there dude and I am there <laughs> little baby bells baby bells yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally got a baby bell in my bag yeah <laughs> I love baby bells little waxy friends oh yeah uh, but you're blindfolded oh. as well. But anyway, yes, Eastman gets beaten. To, she not does to death. get beaten, not no. to death. <laughs> it's good that she doesn't. And then we can have the later scenes of all the like uh, the the secret lab stuff. And when yeah. she turns into a cat, which is kind of like because Eartha Kitt was also Catwoman for a while mm. in the TV series, so that's pretty cool too. I love like you know when because when she turns into a cat, it's eyes in the air as if it's like as if she's huge. Yeah, yeah. And she's like ha 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 ha, and then you see her and she's just like. <laughs> and she's so cute and then she has to live as a cat forever and later on she's doing this the squirrel as well I mean the squirrel is That's a great such character such a good squirrel yeah squeaking 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 so fucking cute and like the squirrel hates Yzma and Kuzco because yeah. he can see that they are not good people and mm-hmm. that they are that they don't deserve to be alive <laughs> I want to look at what kind of a Disney squirrel this was because I think there is like a Disney squirrel there's one that of, keeps popping up. That like, pops up again, not yeah. like in any method of continuity, but it has like a very particular Disney face and it's yeah. in fucking Sword in the Stone and it's just a Disney squirrel. You are, Do you know what I'm saying? I, I'm seeing it in my um, mind's eye. And it's kind of Chip and Dale adjacent, but mm. it's not like fully Chip or Dale. It's just got a face. Oh my gosh. And do you know what you I'm saying? You are hot taking it down. For, uh, like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah Char- that's exactly what it is. Character models. They're just character <laughs> models, you know? Um, like the way Baloo is um, Little John in Robin Hood. Oh yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like the, the model again. I'm going to look up Kronk Squirrels real quick because mm. uh, I am convinced it's the same like squirrel from Sword and Stone. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Um, but yeah so the squirrel is that, like the squirrel's a great character doesn't even talk but mm-hmm. like has so much personality you know and has made so many decisions like autonomously for itself yeah. it's like <laughs> well if you're not gonna be nice to me I suppose I'm gonna set a load of panthers on you <laughs> and a tiny panther too and uh, and even the jo- the gag there is where he like blows up a balloon yeah it was gas as well because my family was like oh yeah a squirrel just has a balloon I was like is that the most unbelievable <laughs> part of this film yeah. to you He's a scout, right? Isn't that why he can do it? He's like a he was really in the he was in the, in the scouts for a while, and that's yeah. how he ends up. He ends up being yeah, a scout does. leader, doesn't he? Scouts, I remember that yeah. really clearly that he ends up being like a very sweet. You scout owe leader. me a new acorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, squeakity squeak squeak. Squeak. So it's just like more more of why Kronk is the perfect man. Also scout leader. I love him so much. Like and not not because he reminds me of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he's uh he's just like he is he's clever in his own way. He's just not book smart. Mm. But but is wait, what is the relationship between him and Isma? Because it is implied oh, that they are implied. sleeping together. Yeah, yeah. And because I think at some Was stage, it ever not implied? I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, he doesn't sleep in the same tent as her. There is a funny pitching a tent joke in there because <laughs> like, so she's in a huge tent. You don't have to sleep in the same tent, the same tent to be fucking though, you know? Right? Well, surely. I mean, if you're fucking in the tent. Yeah, if you're, yeah, yeah. She might so, send it out afterwards. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, and she probably would. Like, Isma yeah. is that kind of gal. Okay, but, no. uh, Get away! <laughs> oh, which reminds me of Eartha Kitt. Have you seen the the video of Eartha Kitt where an interviewer asks her like um, something about like needing a man, and she starts she like she just looks at him. She's like, <laughs> it's 
need a man. What is that? What is that? <laughs> For what? And then she's like, "It's you sh- oh, we should you should look it up." We'll add it on Twitter. Drop it, it in here yeah, yeah. because it is. It is amazing. She's just sitting there and at first she's like, she's tickled and then she kind of looks angry for a second. She's like, need a man for what? What is a man going to do for me? And I'm like, oh my God, this is everything. So it kind of reminds you of that. Um, so yeah, he's my suppose probably would be that kind of gal yeah. who would like ride him and then send him on his way. But yeah, no, it's is, like, because Cusco says, say, yeah. he's like, how old is this one? Yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. late 20s. She's like, yeah. oh, he's late 20s. She's like, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, she goes, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the when she's in the massive tent, he's outside the little on tent the ground yeah. with a teddy and a tiny tent just over his mid part, which I think is a clear boner joke. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they've got to be riding, right? Oh, yeah. I guess. But at the same time, he seems like so pure. And then he does turn against her in the end. He's like, stop yeah. that. So, I mean, he's just so pure of heart and yeah. lovely. Same as Pacha. Like, Pacha is just really humble mm. and kind and really has... He's kind of naive. He's got too much faith in him. He's kind of a dry run honest. for Sully and Monsters, Inc. as well. It's <gasps> both John Goodman. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Like, all the hot takes. Like. <laughs> there are only 40 works of uh, fan fiction about Yzma and Kronk on Archive of Our Own. <gasps> just in, in case anybody is wondering. I just thought, just did a quick check, ran a quick <laughs> check there in terms of... It's a good It's a good way to figure out whether it's, people think they're fucking. Yeah. If you can just check how many... It's probably um, a quality, not quantity thing. It's, yeah, 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 probably. But, and awesome. as well as that there's like with that rule of the internet where if it exists there it is did, porn of it yeah. so yes is, I will yeah, be yeah. looking up crank porn later <laughs> thank you very much that could be more an indication of just Emperor's New Groove is a little bit forgotten it's definitely seen yeah, as a lower it's, tier it's, it shouldn't why be why is that I mean because yeah. people it don't came really out. know it yeah, yeah. what well, 2000 I guess yeah because already you're into like Monsters Inc. 2001 so you've had Bugs Life and Shrek 2001 so you're yeah. really heading into the, the, the Shrek era yeah, yeah, and and the and the the different kind of animation, you yeah. know, like the non the three D animation. Was that what you'd call it? What would you? Yeah, call moving it? Like away the from the Pixar kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, ugly, homogenous, shitty, fucking CGI garbage water, yeah. which makes everything look and feel the same. There's a How very do you good feel about CGI. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. There's a very good BuzzFeed video where they talk to people who used to work in Disney parks to get secrets about Disney from them. Mm-hmm. And one of them said, if you see a lot of characters in the park, that means there's there's very long queues for the rides. So when there's long queues, they send out characters to drag, drag people away. And he's like, so if you see lower tier characters, that means there's a lot of queues. If you, wow. see, if you see Rafiki. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, like Kronk, Yzma, Pasha, they're all that kind of Rafiki yeah, level. Yeah, true. And I wish that they weren't because like, I mean, Kronk is a brilliant character. Oh, class, Yzma's yeah. a brilliant all of them are but also Hercules characters. belongs to that tier as well mm. like I, my quest, my way of ranking them is always is there pennies pyjamas of them and I was joking about it earlier but genuinely is there pennies pyjamas of this I don't think there are and like they, they recently started doing an aristocrats uh, or not aristocrats aristocrats like round of PJs because Marie is a cute cat and that's yeah. about it but like wow, in all I my time they're pretty good but they're, they're, there's no way they're going to redo Aristocats the last Cats film that came yeah. out failed horribly because <laughs> everyone is a, because everyone is a coward um, <laughs> and not ready to engage with it as cinema I'll watch it if you want I mean. it's, fucking very, it's very good um and I'm not doing irony it's very good okay, um, sure. but I only ever found one pair of Hercules pyjamas which I own um, but you would never see Emperor's new group I don't think so there was pajamas. probably merch for a while and then kind of it disappeared yeah what I will say is on the cat subject um, the director that ended up and writer director and or writer I don't know he was one of them that ended up doing it Mark something 
he also did Cats Don't Dance, which is, do you guys know this? No. Mm. So this is like another film, even more so obviously than, than, than The Emperor's New Groove because you guys knew about The Emperor's New Groove. Another film that was like, I loved it. I used to watch it all the time and people that just don't know it. It's like, um, it's very similar in in feeling in my mind to like All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oh. It's that kind of feeling. A downer? <laughs> no, well, yeah, it's a little bit downer, but yeah, so it's 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 called Cats Don't Dance, and basically it's about like this this cat that he wants to he wants to dance, and the cats are apparently singers, and that's all they can do, and and he's like, no, but I want to dance. <laughs> it's really lovely. It's really really good. I'm gonna yeah. look it up actually when I get home and see if I can find it. Um, but yeah, he did that film as huh. well, and that's just pretty much like he did a few more, but those are the t- two standouts, and so they. It's that similar feeling and that kind of like lost by Disney kind of. Like you're never going to see a live action redo of Emperor's New. I feel like in saying that I'm calling forth oh some sort God. of like Beetlejuice Can style we fucking. see this on Broadway though? Trouble. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we're on to the, our regular section for Disney films. Has Alan McGuire seen this on a Disney cruise? Yes. How is he represented in the Disney cruise musical Villain's Night? And here's how she's represented. Uh, so it's her and Kronk. Kronk is obviously a guy in a muscle suit. Excellent. Uh, who does a perfect version of the voice. Why didn't they just get the rock to play? <laughs> Why didn't they just get the okay, rock to play? I'm sorry, crack? I'm just going to need a second to get out. <laughs> my gates are flooded now by the idea I just gave myself. I'm so sorry. I'm sure if they could get the rock to go on to a Disney cruise for nine months of the year to play Kronk, they would, but it's just a guy. Um, oh, what so, a pity. <laughs> I, feel like I, want tweet. I feel like I just want to be like Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Kronk sent tweet. <laughs> like, that's, that's just that's life changing. Okay, but if you do that, then uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tag me so that yeah, I can yeah, be yeah. like wave emoji, wave emoji, wave emoji. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Both villains like you catch up with all the villains after the film and they each get like a song or a sketch. Uh, Isma's song is called Ismopolis which Ismopolis is my metropolis which is about basically how everything in the city would have been named after her if she'd won <gasps> yes. and it's like a big show tune about Ismopolis my metropolis Amazing. and it has all the set like the, the super vivid purple and pink set design oh my god gorgeous it's gorgeous and the, the guy who's doing Kronk is it's on YouTube actually because the, the musical discontinued now so the whole thing is there uh, so you can see it. The, the guy has a perfect Kronk voice I am so excited now to like yeah. it'll be YouTube all day. I'm supposed to do stuff tonight yeah. and I'm not gonna get uh, it. Kronk, then Kronk makes a second appearance in the Aladdin section because Iago and Jafar are on a Jerry Springer type show, uh, reconnecting and Kronk is there as like an audience member. Yeah. And he's just like commenting and like in oh along with it. And that's that's this night update they really do yeah. so they like They made it in, even on yeah. Spirit Tier, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So like there's but it's so it's like canon but they made a new story or something it's like a little follow on the, the yeah. whole thing of it is that um, Hades after Hercules um, has gotten too relaxed and is like just letting people into hell and going relax have fun whatever and the, <sighs> the muses appear and go you need to get more evil and everybody gets, needs to get more <laughs> evil please so you revisit each of them um, and they all have to they're all getting more evil again so you have like Scar uh, Ursula uh, the Wicked Witch from Snow White Maleficent Jafar. Wow. I want to go on this cruise. Cruella de Vil, who is running Project Runway. It's Project Cruella. Excellent. And there's like all, what? It's all Dalmatian outfits coming down the runway. I don't know how I've, I like, how have I lived without this? I know. How and like, they, and they discontinued it. Can I do it. this? No, they discontinued it. So this is a Disney cruise. Yeah. Where like, and is it very clear that all the actors are like fucking each other and really depressed or what? Uh, they seem happy enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So we did a backstage tour once and they seem nice. You're yeah. giving each other the good kush. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Just <laughs> out in the deep sea. It's grand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they, they told us they, they train and rehearse for six months together in Toronto. Mm. And they're like, 
basically package cast. So they go onto the ship then for like, I think it's nine or ten weeks, and they get a break, and another cast replaces them. So they're like this rotating, but they're all like little groups yeah. that stick together. So. I've heard they're good. Those are good jobs as well. Like you get paid a lot. And yeah, and you're working. So. If you're on, if you're in the shows, like you're working like maybe three out of four three out of seven nights yeah mm-hmm. but also you are the person in the costumes around the ship as well yeah right. so you yeah. have to be, hard work which yeah, yeah it is yeah uh, yeah oh in that that buzzfeed video being a princess is not good when dads are around oh Apparently, no dads are shitty princesses. princesses well yeah. of course they're like we will give kisses to small children we will not give a kiss to your, to your dad, dad. Yeah. Gross. Ew. yeah yeah Ew. So, mm. Well, when I was in Disney on my honeymoon, because I was a grown woman, not definitely not like a child bride. Uh, I was also very, very young <laughs> when I got married. Um, we uh, went knocking around Disney and who, whomst did I bump into the day after I was wed to a man but Robin Hood? Uh, um, there is a photograph of me fully losing my fucking mind. Yeah, of course. With a real life Robin Hood. Uh, a fox Robin Hood, obviously. Yeah. Um, the hot kind. Yeah, the hot kind, right? <laughs> I but want the, a human Robin but Hood. But the costumes for those ones are obviously just kind of sadder and older, much, much mm. older than all the modern ones. It must have been busy. Yeah, it was yeah. very busy. Yeah. It was very, very busy. Robin Hood. Super go. grim. But you don't see them knocking around the parks really that much, I guess. Being, Unless there's long lines. But like, I don't think they'll ever bring, like they are rebooting and destroying with the great CGI wash all of our lovely childhood favourites but mm. I can't see them doing Emperor's New Groove and I can't see them doing Hercules I actually don't think that Emperor's New Groove would work in 3D like leave it alone no. well, leave sure, it. surely Jungle Book shouldn't have either you know what I mean like <laughs> surely there it. should be a boundary no yeah but, you're right uh, right, right. no but like it just wouldn't work it but the playfulness work. and the comedy of it belong like you can't bottle that really yeah exactly you, you know um, bottles wise let's talk about those potions like oh. the, potions, the potions like first of all I mean one of the best lines in the film is uh, um, I've been turned into a cow can I go home <laughs> and she's like you're excused <laughs> anyone else want to go home and they're like no, no no we're good it's like one of them is an octopus and yeah. he's fine with that what do they, they you know they drain all the water out of the nose then oh yeah like he's just, and he's all of them snots. like all of them like Die, what do they say? They say something like you only live... Uh, oh, yeah. Nobody some, lives forever. Nobody lives forever. And yeah. they all just dive down. Die. <laughs> they just die for Yzma. Yeah. Though, like, I don't think anyone would like Yzma. I love the, the quick turnaround with which she was able to change the whole palace into Yzma Palace mm-hmm. as well. It's, it's well I can cool. see her lying on her throne with like her little skinny legs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh. She's just like... She's iconic. Yeah. I like I kinda wanna be her big when eyeballs. I grow up, to be honest, even if like she <laughs> like, is a bitch. Big eyes. Yeah, huge, huge eyes. And the mascara, like mm. real clumped mm. at the end. Like just three long, clumpy lashes. <laughs> she does fall into like a the bat. She does fall into the i I'm just gonna keep my hands up here while I'm talking. Um <laughs> she does fall into the Disney um Disney versus women thing of like the the aging body as a yeah fat bodies queer bodies old bodies absolutely um, you're right as an object of horror but she's getting it off crunk yeah so in some ways it's so very <laughs> yeah exactly right um, she keeps being described as scary beyond all reason she's just old um yeah yeah, yeah. or frightening beyond, beyond all reason. I don't know I was like yeah. let's thesaurus this shit but uh yeah because she's old mm. um I think Cusco introduces her as living proof that dinosaurs once roamed the earth. Which is mean and a bit ancient. Any but she is ancient. Like her tits are at her waist. Yeah, like, it's part of the joke. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. is old. Like, and I mean, the animator that animated her, because I have been watching. <laughs> this is how deep this went uh, in my research. Sting's wife actually made a documentary about how the movie was originally supposed to go. No way. 
Yeah, so I mean that's on YouTube. Watch we'll it. Watch I've, that. I've, I've watched like ten minutes of it, and the animator that did Isma did her with so much care and love, and like yeah. was really happy to be working with Eartha mm-hmm. Kit and so on. So anyway, that's a little aside. Um, and I got I I love the way at first she's not planning on turning him into a llama, but she is planning on turning him into a flea. Uh, uh, flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box And I'll put that box in another box And then I'll mail that box to myself <laughs> And when it arrives I'll smash it with a hammer It's great It's so good Like just in terms of quotability um, That when I was watching it I was like Like I said Saying it along with it And my flatmate's like Looking at me like I'm a crazy person And I'm there Yeah I am a crazy person About this I'm a crazy person About a lot of things Yeah um, I don't know how long we have like, I mean, I could talk about Keep it. Going. Leave as long as you want. Yeah, We've yeah. done a while, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem when I'm on podcasts. I really do just talk and talk. But especially as a small kid watching something that gets into your head like that, it surely must have informed your approach towards comedy. I guess, maybe. maybe. Do you know what I mean? Watching something as resoundingly brilliant. And like, I never really planned on being a comedian. I kind of like fell into it because I did a try video at one stage. Well, it was when it was the, f- the channel that will not be named. And um, so I did that kind of like as an accident one day. And then that led into the lads that run comedy nights being like, when are you going to do a gig? Mm. So that's how I got into it. I never, and I always wanted to be a TV presenter. I still want to be a TV presenter. Mm. Um, I would love to be a comedian. Don't get me wrong. But just there's no... There's no money in it at the moment at the level that I'm at. I obviously will keep working at it and I would be happy with ending up being a comedian, but I would prefer to be a TV presenter as my job, like mm. taking the piss out of others and myself and just kind of taking it easy. A Davina McCall sort of person. Oh. So I suppose, yes, a Cusco, if you will. <laughs> um, if I may be Cusco. That would be fantastic. With a beautiful golden headdress and Excuse nice me, earrings. Could I yeah, be yeah. Cusco? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that crown though, girl. Unreleased, like just the... Mm. Yeah. The look of it. Yeah, he he comes out and you're like, I, yeah, it feels like Drag Race a little bit, doesn't mm. it? Because <laughs> doesn't he have like a stream of beautiful women? He's like, no, 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 they no, no. They all have no, the same no. face. He's yeah, such, yeah, yeah. They literally all have the exact they same do. face. They do, and he's and he funny. just calls them all ugly. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, let me guess, you've got a great personality. I can hear it. Yeah, it's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> but it is again that it's used to show that he's an asshole. It's not done like casual. Oh no, it's all the casual this, misogyny or anything like that. He deserves to be tur- he does deserve a lot of what he gets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like he Yeah, I love the way though that Kronk didn't want to kill him. And he's doing his own theme song. And then he's like up against the wall. Just dancing. And then he holds a note. Yeah. And they can clearly see him. The people that are walking by can see he's huge. He is humongous. Um yeah, I suppose I don't know if I can say it informed my comedy. I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. But um, but I definitely I it was it was very quick paced. I definitely appreciated the comedy element when in my rewatching now. But I also think that it's great in that there's uh, it's not it's unlike other Disney films where yeah there's a lesson to learn, but it's not a huge lesson. It's mm. it's not shoved in your face or down your throat. It's and maybe very because it's of, not romantic. It's not about like true love prevailing. It's not like a fair. It's a fable, but it's, it's a, not a fairy it's, tale. It's guy love between two guys. Like yeah. it's a Aww. romance. <laughs> I hate the term romance. So they definitely are gay. I like. hate, yeah, I hate the term romance so much. But like yeah, it's a and then you know in the end he doesn't build his palace. He builds little huts. Yeah. For himself and his friend, his new friend. Mm. He's got one friend now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and the, he well, he, uh, he apologizes to your man the, who threw off his groove. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I threw off the Emperor's groove. That guy's voice was so familiar. I had to pause the film. It's P. 
Piglet. He plays, does the voice of Piglet yeah. and everything. He's been the voice of yeah. Piglet since like 25 years. That little soft, whispery yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I threw off the Emperor's groove. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty spot on there. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's almost as if I've watched the movie a million times. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, but it does, it, it already kind of like comes back to you and that's why that's why it's good for this kind of, for this podcast mm. I suppose because it is it was so nostalgic for me mm. you know there are other stuff that I could have talked about like later on in life like I was saying earlier to Alan that I may, maybe could have gone for emo or something mm. I know that you want more music on the podcast mm. we were just talking about Avril Lavigne so yeah. I briefly glanced into emo because yeah. I I always feel like I'm exactly six months too old for you mm. or something that I knew people who were getting into it but I was just like I don't understand how this works yeah I don't I genuinely feel like there's something wrong with my brain yeah it's like I don't no absolutely and you know what I was at an emo night there recently Whoa. and that I thought that I would know everybody and I but and like still obviously a lot of the people that clicked attending on the Facebook event I did know them but when I got there I was like Jesus these people are a lot older than me and a lot younger than me and ah, yeah so it's like I'm kind of like at the weird age where but I'm still singing along to all the really problematic lyrics you know <laughs> so that's the emperor's new group that's, yeah that's <laughs> the emperor's, emperor's new that's emo group. New group I don't know let's see like I don't know if there was anything else that I was like gonna mention I no <laughs> that's fine stop Let's segue right into you plugging your stuff. Yeah, oh, great. where can we find you on the internet? I am not, I am not sure that there's any stuff to plug at the moment. I took uh, a while off the gigging. Not, not it was, it wasn't so much deliberate as in like deliberately not doing gigs. It was that I wasn't asking for them, and so I would do gigs if I was asked to do it. But I hate Christmas and I hate winter, and uh, so I was like, I don't want to go outside. So I haven't. Been been doing anything and I haven't booked anything for I think my next gig is in Maynooth on, on the 31st of January so Brand. I don't know keep a look out for that yeah. uh, it's at being blah on Twitter and Instagram um, and Blahin de Berka on Facebook and I am selling merch Hey. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. I'm sad. Yeah, actually, that's what I should plug. Oh my god! Yeah, what's merch? Um, so I did a, a show on the Dublin Fringe last year, as in 2019. <laughs> Why did I specify that? Yeah, yeah. Why did I specify that? Everybody knows what last year means. Um, yeah, I did a show in the Dublin Fringe, and basically, as part of it, um, so my poster had like loads of doodles in the background, and the doodles are really, really cool. They were designed by Owen Fearon, who is a brilliant designer. He deserves that plug. And um, he, so he did the poster, and I put the uh, doodles on merch. They're really cool. There's cool. one that has an aubergine on there. Because I like dukes. And, uh, and then there's one that is uh, reminiscent of my tattoo, which is a little heart that says Mana on the scroll. And then there's one that has all the doodles. And I also have badges. So go there. That's beingblah.com. Yeah. Yeah. Please gorgeous. buy my things because yeah. like I have them and I, I want, want them gone from my house. Yeah. So I'll give you one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's no problem. Um, yeah. So those are tote bags and badges. Buy those and follow me. And I love you. Oh. Sarah, where can well, find you? I'm on twitter.com at Griffsky. Uh My Instagram is Sarah Griffsky, and the books that I write are available in all good bookshops. Alan McGuire, where can I find you? I am Alan underscore McGuire everywhere. Juvenalia is Juvenalia underscore pod on Twitter, Juvenalia pod on Instagram. Uh, there is a Facebook page, we never use it. Um, thank you, Dean McDonald, for our artwork. Hi, Alan in Canada, we miss you. Yeah. Hey, Alan. 
Can uh, I also plug? Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no go oh, ahead. Yeah. Can I also plug uh, the podcast that I do? With <gasps> yes, yeah, that's super I know, important. I know that you guys yeah. already talked about it, but yeah, I do a podcast called uh, I Don't Know Her. So that's at I Don't Know Her Pod. It's on the Shift Network, which is uh, Got the Shift, and uh, which also has the Big Grand podcast, which is also brilliant. It's run by Andy Gaffney. It's brilliant. It's great. Um, and Eve O'Connor is with me on the podcast listen to us thank you that's really good it's very like, good that's fantastic like that's exactly the kind of thing you need to plug I'm like never mind never mind but that's the exact kind of thing you need to plug because people listen to more than one podcast yes so exactly people should come and listen to I your listen podcast I listen to your podcast and then yeah. I listen to my podcast and then I listen to various other so many podcasts I don't listen to music at all no neither do I yeah. uh, no, no. Terrible, voices are great music's too much um, yeah. voices are fine yeah. uh, if you are a podcast listener you should listen to podcasts also on the Tall Tales Network yeah. oh, thank, thank you to Cassie, Cassie for, for having us yeah, yeah. yeah thank you Cassie so there's Mother of Pod uh, Dive Private Education yeah, it's a whole bunch ever growing network at Tall Tales uh, oh we have a Patreon as well we didn't mention Patreon in the last episode oh yeah our we should subscribe do we, we have to remember to ask people to subscribe to our Patreon yeah, it's, there's like just three bonus episodes now there might be four by the time they're very good out. the most recent one is lovely yeah um, very nice um, and you get a badge and a sticker so you should come it's yeah. great and that's <laughs> it support, support the things that you enjoy thank you again behind the burger. thank you so thank much you so for much having me. it was I great like as, as with every single podcast I've ever been on I feel like I blabbed but uh, that's the point nope, of us asking a, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're here thank you so thank much thank you it's been a delight yeah thank you, thank you. bye everybody bye bye bye